Welcome to the Off the Road Again podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Ross. I'm Corey. This is our podcast about anything and everything off-road. Tonight we're going to be on and off-road. It's one of those episodes. We, mm-hmm. we like them. Uh, I'm in the Midwest still. Ross is in the Northeast and Corey's in East Texas, which is like Midwest adjacent, but not. <laughs> I mean, we're close to everything around here. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the same time zone, but you're definitely not Midwest. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, man. <laughs> You're the South. All right. No, you're Texas. Texas doesn't even qualify as the South to me. Yeah, like that is, you're your own, own entity. We yeah. are our own thing. Um, speaking of not the Midwest, Ross, you took a trip in the very opposite direction. Yeah, the complete opposite direction <laughs> to the very, very Northeast. And I won't go too deep into this because we, my dad, brother, and I recorded an entire show. Uh, from our beer-ridden state uh, after our Saturday ride up in New Hampshire and also technically Maine. Um, So backing up, set the stage, uh, we do a couple big ATV, UTV rides in New Hampshire every year. Uh, This past weekend was one of them. And I drove the Tundra TRD Pro up there with the the Polaris uh, Scrambler XP1000S in the back of it. So I did about a 700-ish miles are on the clock of the Tundra. I think I did probably 675 with the quad in the back. And it's an interesting truck. Um, I I think so many people ragged on it when it first came out because the quality was meh and, you know, boo, hiss, V8 went away. <laughs> but, you know, for the purposes that I use it for, you know, to haul a, a quad a long distance and to, you know, be able to get up and down questionable driveways um, in the rain and whatnot. It, it was great. I mean, it was comfortable. It's uh, it's that twin-turbo iForce Max V6, you know, with the hybrid, the um, tiny little 1.87 kilowatt-hour battery. But it's 437 horsepower, 583 pound-feet of torque, and it, it, it's not slow. I'll say that. It's, it's heavy, and you feel it. But, you know, in uh, on the highway, it's, it's just... It's just a highway monster. Um, it's it's a good truck. I was impressed. I was pleasantly surprised. I again, so many of the magazines just dumped on it because they, you know, the the early ones weren't good. Um, but the one that I tested was great. It was flawless. You know, there's some aspects that aren't on par with the others. You know, like the batteries under the back seat, so you don't get a flat load floor. So I picked up my, you know, huge toolbox to put it in and kind of had to like move the passenger seat as far forward as it would go so it could fit between the battery and the seat on the floor because I didn't want to put like, you know, 70 pound toolbox on there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good truck. I think they're going to sell a fuck ton of them because of the way it looks and it has a built-in factory light bar, as we all know. Did you get it to work? I did. You have to turn the brights on. Is that yeah, what it is? Like That's what it drive is. Too, right? No, no. It, it worked in two. I never actually put this thing in four-wheel drive. <laughs> it's got a rear locker. I didn't even touch it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you just got to flip it in, uh, flip the brights on. Oh. Ah. Yeah. I wish I and had known a, that. It's a pretty weak light bar. They definitely had like some regulations to abide by when they put it on there. But, yeah, the Tundra's good. I, I think, do you think that, that fake engine noise on the inside? Um, I mean, it didn't bother me that much because 
a a v6 never sounds good anyways and a turbo charged <laughs> force induction v6 also never sounds good you know like look at the the you know gtr like it just it's not it's not like an emotional exciting visceral sound it's just bleh. <laughs> you know so the fake v8 noise didn't bother me that much in all fairness too i also had you know music and podcast crank way up um which it is worth saying the JBL stereo is not great. It's not great in any of the Toyotas, the Forerunner, the, any of the. It's just not a great stereo. But you know, I, I think more than the stereo, people are going to have a problem with the bright red interior, which is the only option. And uh, pretty red. It's yeah. It's it's. You can see it from space. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> But yeah, good truck. Uh, 72 grand or so as tested. Um, you know, I, I did almost effectively the exact same trip with the Raptor R a couple months ago. And obviously the Raptor was roughly $40,000 more expensive. But the Tundra actually, powertrain aside, the chassis and suspension tuning actually felt less upset by a thousand pounds of ATV in the back, which was interesting, but also, you know, the Tundra and the Raptor are the Raptor are at least are by no means competitors. So yeah. not really apples to uh, apples here, but yeah. Um, more about that trip on last week's show and <laughs> just looking at my notes so I can check the boxes. Yeah. We, we did 125 miles on our Saturday ride. On, wow. uh, on the ATVs. And we could have done more, but we just like ran out of time. It was just getting dark. And uh, I think everybody was happy that their machines lived after what happened on Friday. Um, and yeah, just what, why, Chris? I, I didn't listen to the show. Uh, I, uh, I wasn't on it. Uh, so what happened Friday? I, uh, <laughs> we, we got up there. We went straight to the trailhead. We unloaded half a mile from the parking lot my brother's can-am his 2016 maverick uh threw a check engine light and went into limp mode and was running on one cylinder and thankfully the can-am dealer that just happened to be right up the road took us in and like the greatest technician in the world diagnosed his uh his what turned out to be a misfire and, and actual no the front of the two cylinders wasn't getting any anything because the spark plug had decided to no longer provide spark. So, you know, tore the thing apart, replaced the plugs and we were back on the trail in an hour. It was Wait. fantastic. Yeah. So we, we didn't push our luck on Saturday. Um, but yeah, that scrambler that you just showed a picture of, man, I, yep. I've written a lot of quads in my days and this thing just impresses me over and over again. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's 55 inches wide. And I, can't, I know how, like, people who don't ride ATVs don't get that as a reference point. Um, but the standard ATV width for something over 650 cc's is 48 inches. And in some rare cases, 49 or 50. This is the only one that's 55. And it just, it makes an enormous difference in stability and confidence and quartering. And especially up in like New Hampshire where, you know, you're running reasonably high speeds for extended periods of time. 
Um, but it, it's just, it's the best. This thing is just the fucking best. So that's it. More on that trip on the in last last week's show, last week's shit show. <laughs> Chris, yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah. I wasn't there, so I'm not going to call it a shit show. So that's hey. not that's not nice. Let's uh, <laughs> let's make some calls and and get you lined up with a machine. You can come up with us next year. Oh, God. So I think far we're, away. I know. I think we're done with the uh, the big rides up north for the year. So start making some phone calls and try to get yeah, you that's far uh, enough north that like fall shows up way sooner than oh yeah the leaves were like changing there was still 80 there. degrees here yeah i'm still waiting on it it's 80 degrees outside right now 82 degrees yeah outside. there so, was a yeah. frost warning the first night i was in new hampshire i'm like it's a yeah. very different world uh, i, I actually, will say though like it it has made the uh fall sports fall youth sports evening things much chiller than they like normally it's like bring a jacket and now it's like yeah maybe a pullover like not even just kind of nice especially if you're playing baseball don't get that sting on the metal bat right yeah fall ball's been still like late summer ball not fall yeah. ball like <laughs> and we we played a few games here in uh in the snow it was awesome <laughs> yeah it's not a thing i want to do ever um <laughs> Literally, I I am planning a trip where we are starting to discuss this. Uh, I may not have told all the people who are going yet that they're involved that mm -hmm. we're going to do it, but um, we'll we'll let them know. We'll, we'll, invites will be extended when the time is right. But that's literally my. It's just driving between youth sporting events. So I think this West. weekend there are one, two, three, four games in one day for three Jesus. kids, and then the Sunday will then. It'll be the extent one kid will only be active on Sunday, but it, it, the potential of two to three games again. Oh, so, yeah. So, it, when you're the dead, right? potential trip, <laughs> sleep when you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> is, uh, it's my is fault. The, is the potential trip west or northwest? I don't know yet. It might even be southeast or dead south. Really? Southwest. Hmm. Yeah, it's maybe north. Like I, I got some some things I'm rolling through. So. Come northeast, we'll, dude. Uh, no, I'm not going that far away. It's going to be a weekend. <laughs> hey, these Texas, we got plenty of trails down here. So. Right? And, mm. like, I feel like I haven't done Texas enough because there's, like, within eight hours of me, numerous adventure parks. And I know we were discussing earlier about a two-hour out and back in a day. Like, eight <laughs> hours, like, on a Friday and back on a Sunday. Like, you get one day of fun, but, it's like... Yeah, still a day. Like it's kind of what we do, but you know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, of trips, I have a suburban coming on Thursday, so you and I can share suburban notes. The like a new one. Yes. Oh, okay. Cross Good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck parking. She's, she's, she's called a cross country. What? Did you say a cross country or a high country? I didn't say I, I don't know what it is. It's a oh, cross country. It sounded like you said yeah. cross country. I was like, homie, that's a Volvo. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> the new suburban cross country. No, I'm, it's going to be funny. I'm going to have to do the Austin Powers to uh, get out of the parking spaces at my daughter's daycare. Because so. <laughs> you don't live in truck country. <laughs> God, no. Yeah, they, so, they build their are... here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are a couple of places where I've been in the parking lot and been like, they didn't ask anybody in the Midwest to design this because this is mm -hmm. not appropriate. Like it right. is awkward. 
cars have gotten bigger and people want to fit more spaces in the same amount of space so they can make more money. Yep. America. Anyways. So Corey's driven lots of stuff. Let's talk to him. Corey. So why, why doesn't Corey introduce himself and give us a little background on who he is and how he got to where he is? So uh, elevator pitch. Let's see. What, what can I get here? So uh, I run my own channel called GT Garage Shock. Started off as a podcast that has kind of moved further back as I've started getting press vehicles because let's face it, that's where the fun is, right? You get to drive something new. Every <laughs> I wouldn't and know confirmed. all the press vehicles for us go to the East Coast. Mm, yeah. And <laughs> or West. Like, uh, again, I'm two hours east of where all of them are for Texas. So uh, I'm close. Right. And uh, yeah, so um, I, I have started in the last two years doing not only I'll do a single review where I give all the specs and gearhead stuff just myself. The nerd, and nerdism. Then I, yes, yes, absolutely. I talk horsepower and torque and acceleration and approach angle and all that fun stuff. And then I'll do one where uh, I bring my wife, put her behind the wheel without telling her anything about the vehicle. My five-year-old nice, that's a son. Great idea. I know, right? Uh, my five-year-old son goes in the back seat, and I install his car seat and do all the work uh, to see what goes into putting a car seat in, in vehicles. Mm. And, God, what a pain uh, in the ass just, that is, man. <sighs> and sometimes I do it multiple times in one day, and I, I have learned when the vehicle shows up, have the camera ready, install it once, and be done. <laughs> uh, because pickup yep. trucks are not fun. Uh, that Tundra that you oh, just God, got out of... No. You had to fold the back seat forward, get it the top tether in, tighten it up, do this whole weird song and dance with the back. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's not fun. No, yeah. uh, I, I gave that I got, one yearly sibling rail ratings on that one. I was <laughs> I was. Uh, I got ten pounds left on my daughter before she outgrows <laughs> the latch system, and I'm milking that for every day that it's worth. <laughs> my, my boy's like he's on the cusp. He's the right yeah. height. He's within a pound, but it, it's really questionable. Like he, yeah, not, he not can always chance to no longer. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I'm always in stuff. And then when I get something really fun, off-road capable, I have got really strong connections with an off-road park about an hour's drive away from here. And I just go, I, I have free reign basically she's that's awesome uh, she tells me don't get stuck and mention my park in your video so barnwell mountain recreation area if you're anywhere near east texas is the place <laughs> to go that's awesome so how did you get started in this whole thing you mentioned before we started recording that you were in in the corporate world as, uh, as some of us yeah. on the show so uh <laughs> left right. college walked straight into a, a corporate job analyzing grocery sales and trying to see how we could sell more groceries. But since mm -hmm. I was nine years old, I loved cars and I just got back from Detroit. I toured GM headquarters. And if you would have nice. told me at 15 years old that I was going to work there someday, I would have believed you because that, that was the goal at that point in time. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm from Texas and I don't like the cold in Michigan. It's very cold. So that was really like never really an yeah. option for me. 
They literally moved when the audio <laughs> is because of how shitty the weather is that time yes, of year. Yes. So uh, <laughs> basically, as college was wrapping up, I was like, that's not where I'm going to be in life. And I resided myself to the fact that I was going to be in the corporate world doing whatever I could. And uh, it just got to a point. I saw enough people doing YouTube stuff that I was like, I could do this. So I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, cool. started in the worst possible year to start your own company oh, in January of 2020. Believe it or not, oh, is when boy. I decided, you know what, let's let's do something crazy. <laughs> and I believe it was going into Memorial Day of 2021 that I officially said, I'm not coming back to the office when they wanted us to come back to the office. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm 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 good. I got my own thing. So, yeah, now I'm the uh, treasurer and board secretary for Texas Auto Riders. I'm a member of MAMA, which is Midwest Automotive Media. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that that was one heck of an event that I went to earlier this year. That was my first MAMA event and looking forward to gotta get to one of these things. For sure. And as a Talbot member, me... I've got uh, a truck rodeo coming up uh, this week. So I'll be off-roading in, in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Truck rodeo is such a funny phrase. <laughs> uh, Chris, make force me next year to come to the MAMA event. Have, you know. We, we got to get you on it for, or like in it first. And then, yes, yeah. we can do that. So. Yes, I can make that. There's Worth some it. dues involved and things. Like yeah. you can, everything is achievable. Like just talk, we got to talk to Robbie. Like, I'll talk can, to Robbie. We'll get you hooked up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Cool. So Corey, so, uh, so you're officially now in the, uh, the YouTuber world, huh? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, it's more work than true, I thought yeah. before I jumped into it. I was like, holy cow. Like. You know, it's you get to drive stuff and video it and put it on the internet and that's it, right? But yeah, just every day for the rest of your life. Just yeah, feed the beast. Do not stop. Right. Uh, yes. So shit, we just recorded uh, with um. Oh, God, slipping my mind. Shit, I'm a horrible person. He's gonna. Who's old? Trying to figure out who you talk about. He's old. No, he was also at the Mama event. It was Zach. Zach Pradle. Zach. Oh my god. My brain <laughs> that was like freaking... six weeks ago. <laughs> my brain is cooked. I am sorry, Zach. I need to spend less time doing things that don't matter. Anyways, um, yeah, the the hustle is is something. The hustle is real for you, dude. Yeah, and, and they don't let you quit. If if you do, you see the effects immediately. So mm -hmm. uh, when you're in it, you're in it. But luckily, like I said, I, I've had something new in the driveway practically every week of the year. For a while there, I was getting two at a time. And when oh, that, that quit, I was like, whew, a break. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. can breathe again. Just one. <laughs> yeah. I have two right and, now. Uh, and I'm like, I just don't even know. There's not enough time. Yeah. Uh, technically, I've got two. But one of them is my first ever... Uh, Polaris, it's a oh, um, Polaris Slingshot. Ranger. Actually, oh, it's okay. a Texas okay. edition Ranger. So, okay, I really don't know what I'm getting into in this world, but uh, very hey. much looking forward to 
taking that one out to Barnwell and having some fun with Ask it. Ask away. I, I'm, I'm your UTV resource. <laughs> yes. For, uh, I heard they're tippy. If you had any questions. Yeah. So the Ranger is more utility and work focused yeah. than say a razor. Um, don't go into a corner hot and just crank on the wheel. <laughs> it will not be a good time. You'll That is not typically my MO. It it has only been as of recently yeah. with the Raptor R that I'm like, ooh, this is fun. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um we have slow Ranger. motion video of me drifting the Raptor R in some sand. And God bless my cameraman. He's got some cojones of steel. He is like, I am coming barreling straight for him uh <laughs> in slow motion but you can see i'm cranking the wheel i'm like he didn't flinch he didn't move he didn't nothing um so yep. uh always good to have he either cameraman. helps you have really good insurance or that you're as good a driver as you say you are uh he's got really good insurance <laughs> and that's all I'm <laughs> his family yeah, will be but... so mental waiver on that one was good okay so let's uh let's back up before we get into the press car stuff what um what's in your personal garage not anything extremely exciting so um currently i drive and have for the past 11 years a 2013 chevy cruise eco with a six-speed manual. Okay. It is like the unicorn of unicorns uh, yeah, for lame dad cars. <laughs> deceptively good commuter cars, though. Yeah. Forget about I've those things. I've heard horror stories from other people with them. I've had some... Look, I've owned GM vehicles since I started driving, um, so it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. And this has probably been one of my least like maintenance cost vehicles uh i've had hmm. nice. i know we had to drop the engine for something and they swapped the clutch while they had it all apart but other than that like it's been oil changes and nothing else um cool that's good to hear what makes the eco eco is they like cut the weight out of everything they remove the right. um rear seat armrest because it's weight they put lighter wheels on it because of weight so like all the racer things you go RS. That you would do to a car yeah. they did to that car and i'm like maybe i need to put a bigger turbo on it or oh like, god <laughs> that's the slipperiest of slippery slopes a bit more but Jesus. Uh, you lotusified then, your your cruise <laughs> that's yes. funny which is that the 1.4 or the Mm -hmm. 1.4 okay. um like no power but uh yeah. yeah it it gets 40 plus mpg on the way to dallas and back and no hybrid batteries to worry about no nothing like it, it truly has been a lifesaver and considering the vehicle i traded down from which was a, a 45th anniversary camaro ss Ooh. um oh. it has uh, mm, yeah it definitely has more space and more fuel efficiency for that so <laughs> what color they, is yours they made a diesel cruise right they did. they did and i was this close to buying one uh but it it started as a 2014 model and mine is a 2013 so it was gotcha. not yet available i wonder it's the if, most innocuous car ever like it just doesn't you'd never look at it i don't I've think i've it. ever even seen one 
<laughs> my uh, I, the GM of the hall of the Buick GMC dealership here in town, Monty Hall. Uh, he came out and he was talking. He's like, "Is this your cruise?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What is a car guy driving the most vanilla car in the whole world doing?" I'm like, "Look." why am I going to go get a car payment when I've got something brand new every week? And he's like, fair point. Yeah. Oh, don't fuck. Don't don't remind me. (laughs) God, make me hate myself. (laughs) Okay. You don't have a car every week, Ross. Like, yeah, but I also have a car payment, which is, yeah. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, we, after we got married, my wife was driving a 2010 mini Cooper, which I call that thing the lawnmower. Uh, I was not a fan. And we traded that in before starting a family and got a 2014 Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk, which okay. when I saw that on the used market, I was like, no way she's going to go for this. And she liked the color. <laughs> and before you knew it, we had it. And uh, I've Actually, taken that off it a few times without permission. But uh, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> Where does this mud come from? I, I must have driven through like a... Yeah, is it a red one? The Trailhawk? No, it's the... Gosh, what they call it? Like it, rhino gray? It, it's like this... It's the color of... Well, you can't see because I've got the wood wall behind me. It's the color of all the other walls in the room that I'm sitting in right now. It's a blue-gray kind of okay. anvil. It was either anvil or rhino clear coat. They, yep. Jeep had weird names. Like that. Jeep always has weird names. Uh, loading, loading. Yes, that is. Oh, wait, loose. That yeah. is our vehicle okay. right there. <laughs> so, um, it even looks like that's East it, Texas behind it. It, it and it does. <laughs> I pulled up next to the head of Jeep oh, brand yeah. marketing in that thing after sharing an elevator ride with him, uh, Scott Talon. And uh, yeah, we know Scott. Yeah, Scott's been on our show. Uh, I, he rode shotgun with me in a four by E and uh, <laughs> we did not have good spotters. So there was a lot of screaming oh, no. involved. The 392 oh, behind good. me that was being driven by my co-host uh, almost got stuck again for bad spotters. Scott was pissed. He he got out and he started doing the spotting. Seriously. He was done. That- that Where is was very this? off brand. Yeah. yeah. Was this in, in Utah? <laughs> no, no. It was in uh just outside of Austin, Texas. And um, God. yeah. I, I I was highly disappointed with the spotters of the that event that year. Uh, we have not asked some people back. that know what they're doing. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I think they were Jeep Jamboree people, which like I said, off brand. Like it, it they're normally very good. Normally very good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know what happened, but uh, I do remember I even got out and was watching the 392 try and find its way over the boulders that we were traversing. Oh, and I, I love that thing so much. So you know, much. I, what How many weeks ago was that? Oh, God. Time doesn't have any relevance when I dream about that thing every day. What people don't understand is like the 392 exists because the 4xE exists and is, they like to tout this, the most popular plug-in hybrid in America. And 
Uh, I was at the Detroit show when everybody was holding their breath uh, for a four by E or, and or three ninety two gladiator. And we got neither. Yeah. And Sad. it's just because sales on that thing are just struggling too much. Dude, but I was Jim Morrison like left me news. hanging. Yeah. He, he left us hanging. There were a couple times where I'm like, he kind of paused. I was like, uh, uh, and then yeah. no, he, uh, it was, it was frustrating. I was like, please break some real news here, but uh, minor tweaks for twenty four. Yeah, yeah. If if they had um, if they had put the three ninety two in the Gladiator in the same update with the new screen and the side airbags and power seats and all that stuff, I'd be taking a second mortgage out. Yeah. Uh, so we were just out at Barnwell in the GMC Canyon, and there was a dude with Louisiana plates in his heavily modified Gladiator. Uh, I, I, oof, I wish I had some sort of footage or something to share. Like this thing was ridiculous. He said he went to a dealership and they offered him a hundred grand, and I started laughing. I was like, "No way would I take a hundred grand." What? for the build on it was a it was riding on 40s um uh, he's about to mm-hmm. oh my gosh he's about to uh swap a 392 in it and he's already got it picked oh, out it's from a total charger and yeah like it is a beast and we made the mistake fifty thousand dollar gladiator yeah we made the mistake of agreeing to you know go out explore the uh trails with him uh, I'm in a stock midsize GM truck without skids, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he is in a built Jeep that can just oh, walk God. over everything as he's yeah. drinking his beer, uh, hanging a leg out <laughs> of the side of his Jeep. Like, oh, you can do all this. I, I have to take things just a little bit slower than you. Yeah. But uh, that, definitely found level. the uh, capability of that, that old canyon. You don't sure. say. <laughs> okay, just backing up real quick. I just want to throw this out there before we we keep going. There are 30 cruise diesels for sale on CarGurus <laughs> nationwide right now. And four, 14 of them have no accidents. Interesting. <laughs> that is that might be that more cruise diesels fun. than Suzuki X90s. Like that's that's my normal like low volume number. 14 <laughs> nationwide. Yeah. yeah maybe with no accidents. No accidents. <laughs> okay, so that was your adventure in the AT4. Yes. Um what the, what else have you driven it. recently that? Oh man. Well, go ahead. Uh, Don't let me well, cut you off. I will say this. I I am still working on uh I have not posted my AT4 off-road video yet because we went heavy. I had five camera angles. So, uh, not thinking, oh, okay, wow. I'm going to have to go back and edit this. So <laughs> five fixed camera angles and then my cameraman's free hand. So like that, it's a beast of an edit. But I will say my solo review of it is already out. And my impressions of it are don't buy it. And I normally don't <laughs> say that about General okay. Motors products. Uh, but okay. I, I was so, so disheartened with that platform and the nail in the coffin for me was the design of the doors. Every time you grab the hand, the door handle, 
like that whole panel is loose and it just squeaks and shakes. Mm -hmm. It just felt so cheap inside. And then you add on all the stuff. They've moved everything to the center screen. And it just, yeah. it, it would have been a beast to live with daily. And I would so, have been regretting the 50K I'd spend on it every day. I I drove one recently as well. And um, very interestingly, one of my best friends who owned for an extended period of time the Chevy Avalanche that I owned prior. So it went from mm -hmm. my dad to me to my brother to <laughs> this friend of mine. Um, he bought a Canyon AT4. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's diehard GM. Um, you know, he's got a C5 Corvette with more crap on it than I could possibly begin to uh, begin to explain. But yeah, he he likes the AT4. I I felt similarly with what you just voiced. Um, I understand that a lot of the stuff they did is being, excuse me, being explained as simplification and like mm. going into the modern tech age by moving yeah. it all to the touchscreen. But they're doing it because then they don't have to, you know, buy buttons and they can yes. have less switch gear. And there's, you know, more that they can just incorporate into software, which is ultimately cheaper. And, yeah, which and for there's me, still that, 5,000 was... buttons for the HVAC. I was like, y'all cut yeah. buttons here, but not, uh, I don't know. It, it was, yes. See, there are 5 million buttons right there for yep. HVAC. One, two, three, Is that your four, picture? five, six, seven. That's your picture. <laughs> Good song. Good choice of songs and, and radio yeah. station. That, that's No, Ross, it's yours. Oh, that's yeah. mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't explain that. But when did it, it, it was like the C8 Corvette in there. Like everybody complains about that line of buttons in the C8 Corvette. That's exactly what I felt like here. Is they all look the same. The They're line? all the same size. They're shiny black. Like good luck. Hitler the line right of buttons more. in the Corvette is a fucking liability. Yeah. <laughs> Rumor has it that they're about to change it. We'll see. We'll see. But well, they just did E-Ray press drive. So yeah. yeah. Who knows what their development cycle is? My invite. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Ditto. Um, and I said good things about the C8, but no, yeah. it's interesting that you say that about the AT4 because so many of the, you know, the magazines and the outlets and whatnot said good things about it. But I think the difference is kind of in mentality and perspective because so much of the way you think about a vehicle is in comparison versus <laughs> in a vacuum, you know, in comparison to the existing current Tacoma. Yes. The Canyon is much nicer inside. Yes. You know? Like, yes, when it is better engine and transmission. But if you back up and say, is this $50,000 worth of truck experience? It's like you get a whole lot of used truck with a V8 and, you know, a yeah. full size bed for, uh, for 50 or 45. So I don't know. Or I will say, like our buddy Greg just bought that used <clears throat> Titan. I think that Titan was new. Was it new? I think Greg bought a new Titan for like, oh man, either fifty or less. I could be wrong. I gotta tell scroll us. again, but <laughs> I'll find it. Well, I will say that uh, the Canyon came into its own off road. It really showed that that is where GM invested the money. 
was its off-road capability. Mm-hmm. I, I was thoroughly happy. And the entire week was a roller coaster of emotions. I got it. I was excited. I messed around with it and started becoming more and more depressed. The more I explored inside and out of it, <laughs> took it off road. I was yeah. happy again, brought it back home and it was squeaky and just cheap feeling again. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, if why it was does a it production vehicle? Was it, a, well, was it a full production? We truck? kept joking that it was uh, made on a Friday and uh, I looked oh, on God. the sticker. It was made on a Thursday, uh, February 23rd. So I don't know. I think they were fully in production by that point. Yeah, that's not good because that joke kind of goes back to like cars from the 60s and 70s. You know, like, yeah. oh, it's a shitbox. It's a lemon. It was built on a, you know, drunk guy after lunch on a Friday. <laughs> It's like yeah, it's 2023. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, so it impressed you off road. What uh, what else have you driven that impressed you off road, or or didn't, or you know, shit the bed off road? So, the shocker of all shockers to me, Maverick trimmer. Like, I I did hmm. not expect that to be as much fun as it was put it in sand mode and it would actually step the tail out for what is a front wheel drive biased all wheel drive system really i had so much fun in that thing interesting it's like a little rally car yes yes and (laughs) because it was so small too like yeah there you go Uh, and that's out at barnwell too uh we took that out the same day as the ram trx and Mm -hmm. I intentionally filmed. There it is, right there behind it, too. Uh, I intentionally filmed the trimmer last because I wanted to have as much fun as I could in the TRX. And when I got the Maverick, I was like, "Dang, we wasted all that time in the TRX. I could have been in this thing." So it's so um, interesting. It it was a lot of fun, and uh, for not that much money. So let's see, what's it say? The prices tested. I didn't. Can you scroll down on the text there? I always like do. Low 30s, yeah, there probably. 34-ish. 34. Yeah, 34. Yeah, 34K. Which in so, modern money is, I mean, that's a good I value. I would probably have that Maverick trimmer over the AT4. And that's saying something. Like, yeah. I'm a GM guy, and that's a Ford. What, so. kind of, uh, what kind of gas mileage did you see with the Maverick trimmer? Uh, I saw about what it says there on the sticker. I was north of 20. Whereas, again, uh, okay. AT4, I never saw sticker. I never saw 15 in the um, yeah in, in that canyon. I'm driving the GMC Denali 1500 with the 3-liter Duramax right now. And I'm getting better oh, fuel economy in the engine. big truck. Than I, oh, I fucking I love, love that engine. <laughs> oh. I had it in the uh, Trail Boss earlier oh. this year, the Silverado Trail Boss. Yeah. And... Let's see. I road tripped it to Dallas and back, which is a four hours round trip. Uh, drove it through the city, picked my wife up at the airport, you know, did all the things. School pickup line, took it off roading, left it idling a lot and had, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, for my entire loan, 22.7 was my average fuel economy. Dude. I was blown away. What? Okay. A couple of years ago. <laughs> a couple of years ago, my wife and I took a Yukon Denali with that engine to a wedding. Mm. And I mean, we averaged, you know, it's a brick. Once you go over like 75, the fuel economy drops. We averaged probably 
low 80 mile per hour range from Connecticut out to where the wedding was. And over the whole week that I had the truck, when I gave it back to them, the average was like 27. It was yeah, fucking up. crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll try to find a picture. It was I was like, I forget everything else. This is the best engine on sale that nobody knows about. So I just interviewed my friend Tim Esterdahl of Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk. That's my best yeah. Tim impression right there. Yeah. And he has a Silverado High Country with that engine in it. And my interview with him, which goes up this Friday, uh, he took his 72 Chevy named Swede from Nebraska to uh, the Woodward Dream Cruise. Yep, that's the truck in my driveway right now. Okay. Except I've got, the, I've got the ultimate. So, you know, got the blacked out grill. Oh, uh, but he took oh, his 72 ultimate. Chevy from Nebraska to the Woodward Dream Cruise in Detroit and back. He said he used a gallon of def and apparently there's some known oil issues. I, I can't remember it all, but it has me reconsidering owning something with that engine. But then again, I don't tow that often. So <laughs> for what I would need it for. Yeah. Still very intriguing Overkill. to me. Yeah. Let's see. I, I Is it a 62? My... What's that? Is it is Tim's truck a 62 or a 72? 72. 72. It's got its own Instagram page, Chevy Swede. <laughs> okay. If you're you're clicking around on that's easier to find. That, yeah. I got 26 over a week with it. Some 20 that, that is just that's stupid for what we get in modern day. And like I said, I got at best 14.6 in that canyon, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. It was another disappointment yeah. of that engine. Like I loved it. It that, is strong. It is V8 strong, but it doesn't sound like a V8, and it drinks like a V8. But, so it's like, yeah, because it needs boost to actually get going, and once it gets into boost, I mean, you know, what's the saying? Like, if you're making power, it doesn't matter how you make it. It's the air and yeah. the fuel are going to need to have the same amount to get that same power. So, yeah, it, I, I will say I, being I in four low, that thing stayed in the boost. So that's that's uh, interesting. That's something I never really thought about. Oh, so that's, that's a, a sixty-two cool truck. Mm -hmm. Did I say seventy-two? Yeah, I did say seventy-two, didn't I? Yeah, seventy-two. But that's my body. my previous employment at F. Yeah. So well, okay. seventy-two is right before the square body. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, the shirt they started seventy-three. Right is uh from it's my buddy <laughs> yeah is from my buddy over uh vehicle nanny uh his dad was the lead engineer on the original k5 blazer so, that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah that's pretty cool so he gifted me with this shirt it's got his logo on the back but uh i, I wear it uh very lovingly so but yeah so as a gm guy through and through what's your uh what's your what's your dream gm vehicle and your dream gm build because there's got SEMA and all the other resto mods and whatnot going on. 1969 Camaro Z28. That is like the end okay. all be all. Holy grail. That's a holy grail. Yeah. Yes. And okay. they are only getting harder and harder to get a hold of. And, you know, Seriously. I've even been pricing. Unmolested. Yes. Uh, I've. So I had a 45th anniversary uh, SS, which was uh, Gen 5, but I have been 
very desperately researching uh, the 35th anniversary, which was the last year before the Camaro's first death uh, in O2. And those things were ridiculous. Yes, the red one with the silver. Were they silver or white stripes? They were a silver checkered flag. They kind of turned into a checkered flag as they went back. I have a poster of that in my parents' Mm. basement. I, I, like, I want one with T-tops wow. like you wouldn't believe, but my Hell wife yeah. has bad high school memories of a, an ex that drove a fourth gen Camaro. <laughs> so that is strictly on the no-flight list in my household. So Trans Am. Oh, no. You get a firework with Trans Am. Yeah. When, there it is. Uh, when GT Garage gets its own garage, that will be there because I, <laughs> I That's love a- that car. Dude, it was that generation Camaro that made me fall in love with vehicles in the first place. I don't know how old you are, but growing up, that was like, I mean, I grew up in, you know, a GM and Jeep household. And like, I didn't have Lamborghini posters on my wall. I had fucking Camaro posters, you know, and this was the this was the car growing up. So I feel you on this. My brother and I, uh, before we could even drive, we were figuring out how we could save up the 25000 to buy a Camaro SS in 02. And now I'm like, 25000 That's what they cost now. Like, uh, yeah, if you're right. lucky. If you're lucky. A, a uh, mediocre one. A pristine <laughs> one's got to be thirty-five or forty. And speaking uh, of Robbie, yeah. you know, we're talking about him. Have you, you seen his? Yeah. Like, He'll yeah. post it every yes. once in a while. I'm like, dude, I want your car. <laughs> so where yeah. Robbie lives, and knowing him, his car is probably about a week away from going into its annual hibernation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gotta keep it off. The it salt. does get discussed quite a bit on how much he has kept it out of the salt. Yes. Yeah. Diligent so, about that. Yeah, when I was in Detroit, uh, I, I was reminded that it's a whole nother world up there seeing all the rusted out, like the old Ram 1500, the Dodge Ram to show you how old it was. Uh, I was like, how, if the body looks like that, what is the undercarriage? What is the drive shaft look oh, yeah. like <laughs> that, that, that thing <laughs> What's left on the it? road or yeah. the suspension? Like, uh, you're one pothole away from your axle being two miles behind you. Like, uh, yeah the perfect image but it's on reddit and so it won't just share regularly it's like it's literally the side of a truck bed that the salt has just ate all the way through the bed like it's it's anything half the trucks around here the top of the fender like around the wheel well is just gone it's yeah it's not great yeah oh man this one looks like he got shot See, I live in in-between land where, like, salt on the roads isn't always until, like, ten times a year. As soon as they throw it, I go to a car wash kind of thing. But, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a there's a guy oh. who drives a Nissan Hardbody around me that looks like that uh, CRX that I just X. had up there. I almost said CRZ, and I was like, that's not CRZ. There's one in my neighborhood, actually. Cool the CRZ? Car. Yeah, they're, they're the, actually kind of cool. The two-person hybrid? Yes, it's a two-seater. It's and they should have just called it Insight, you know. Yes, but 
Insight Coop I think or cool. Insight Hatch. Oh. Or the other one was a hatch. So neither of those work. <laughs> no. I like How? So I'm I'm curious because you have had experience with the Grand Highlander. Yes, several. And I'm about and to. I, I haven't talked to many people it. who have. <laughs> so the few times, the two times I've driven one, one was the Hybrid Max. Toyota had me out to Gulf States Toyota, which is like the biggest distributor in the nation down in Houston. And uh, I got to drive it. I got to have the keys and it in my possession for maybe an hour. And that included taking pictures and doing my walk around and stuff like that. So uh, I got to drive a part of Houston. I've never driven in before. I got lost. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I can say it is a good powertrain. It is a solid option. And my fans love it. Uh, anytime I post something on Grand Highlander, it does quite well. The one you're showing right now is actually one I had here locally uh, right after that event. That is a limited trim, I do believe, with the oh, you're going to get me lying. Two, four, uh, two five four yeah, liter. Four. Yeah, so um, not, nothing really yeah, <laughs> nothing really special about that one, but it was still good. Like uh, for what it needed to be a, a big three row um, vehicle from Toyota. And I can say, cause I just posted the video today at the Detroit auto show. The last thing I filmed while I was there, I climbed in the third row of 18 different vehicles to compare space oh, God. and amenities. And uh, when I got in the back of the, this is Toyota's term, the traditional Highlander. Uh, I had to turn sideways and my shoulders were on the second and third row seats. Like I was wedged. There was no anything. And they told me when I was at Gulf States that they define three row SUVs in two different classes. A short trip, which is what the traditional Highlander is. So basically bonus mm -hmm. seats. Nobody wants to survive. ride back there. Yeah. Yeah. You'll make it you will not happily, get there. but There's you'll make a seat it. Belt and some leather for you if you right. want it. Um and then long you'll need trip, the jaws of life to cut out of it. But you'll yeah. get there. I practically did. Mm. Uh, and then uh then they've got long trip, which is what Sequoia ish, because uh, it's kind of their off-road and it's what Grand Highlander is. And mm -hmm. what surprised me is Grand Highlander is a better three-row vehicle than Sequoia. It's got more space behind the third row. It's got more space in the third row. Like, yeah, Sequoia is a, a head scratcher to me now. It it, it does not make a lot of sense. To me. Yep. <laughs> what a great still. <laughs> Am I oh my god, the Grand Highlander. That's funny. Yes. So, uh, I if you are looking for a usable third row and you must have toyota i would say grand highlander or sienna i am yeah, a big a minivan, minivan fan shit they make a lifted all-wheel drive minivan from the factory we had it we yep. had it for oh, really? a week I woodland wasn't. edition yeah I um i still scraped the body <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a quarter yeah. inch of lift it's, it's, it's not nothing much. yeah it's i think nothing. it's 0.69 inches or 0.7 inches like it's not yeah it's it's as much of a lift 
as what Nissan put on the Pathfinder Rock Creek and called it an off-road yeah. vehicle. I'm like, absolutely, oh, oh, man. So don't get me yeah. started on that. I mean, just <laughs> just looking at it, it looks huge. No, they cannot. Uh, so I will say, having had the platinum trim and then that one, uh, I could tell that it was like visually, I could tell it was lifted, uh, but okay. not much, not much. And when you're comparing the, like three inches of ground clearance versus three point seven, yes, <laughs> you know that point seven matters. I mean, for getting you to a campsite, mm-hmm. it, and it's got those rugged uh, all-weather floor mats inside. So, you know, when you're off-roading in, in the deep stuff, there you go. But the the extent as to uh, where I took it off-road was down a Highline trail. So I really didn't uh, test that one out too much. It, it did not make I'll... sense for me to drive an hour one way to take it to uh, Barnwell. But that would have made a great video, <laughs> I yeah. am sure. How was the fuel economy? It was good. I don't think I got the 35 that the sticker claimed. I think I was somewhere around 32-ish. Still pretty um, good. But I can attest to that we road tripped the Pacifica plug-in hybrid, which is the only plug-in hybrid minivan mm-hmm. on the market. Uh, we right. road tripped that yeah, one uh, from Amarillo, Texas to Chicago on Route 66. And for long haul trips, the uh, plug-in hybrid is basically just a hybrid. And it uses the 3.6 Pentastar instead of the 2-liter, like the 4xe stuff from Jeep. Mm-hmm. And so it was thirsty. Weird choice. It, yeah, yeah. And you also can't like select what mode it's in like you can in the 4xe mm-hmm. stuff from Jeep. It, it was their first plug-in hybrid that Stellantis yeah. offered. So, like... They're learning, and I'm sure a two-liter four-by-e version is coming. But uh, front-wheel drive only, and once you used the all-electric range, it, she got kind of thirsty. And we were in the 20s for the most most of that trip, whereas mm-hmm. the Sienna is like, if you look at the window sticker, it's 35 city, 36 highway, 35 combined. And it, it gets worse of 30. Uh, I, yeah. I can attest to that. So the PHEV would work great as a commuter vehicle because you could always run around on electricity. But if you intend on doing anything long haul, get the Sienna. Get the yeah. off-road Sienna. Speaking, speaking <laughs> of, uh, of, of Toyotas and hybrids, how does the new Tacoma look in person? Like a nine-tenths tundra like it really does there um i i have only gotten to see the trd off-road one uh that they had at the detroit show again my invite Mm -hmm. to hawaii got lost in the mail but uh they will have it at the truck rodeo i do believe coming up soon uh if not to drive maybe just to gawk at i i can guarantee you it will be at the state fair of texas uh, because oh, yeah. Toyota is located here now, and uh, trucks and State Fair just go together. So I can guarantee you I will see another. Uh, if you don't get one with that massive air dam on the front, I think they look good. Um, yeah. But those base the models with thing. the like, six-inch air dam <laughs> underneath the yeah, chin. Yeah, down here. 
GM yeah, did yeah. that for a while. The uh, the I, did. I drive it every day. Second, you, Chris, Chris, yeah, and the second gen <laughs> Colorado is like one of the worst offenders. Like the Z seventy one had that, like it was like a freaking splitter, you know. But yep. yeah, that'll be the first thing that people just take, you know, the socket set and go. Boop, boop, okay, now it looks like a truck. That's just but I use my grind wheel because it's fun. Yeah, the outside of the taco looks like the tundra. The inside looks like the tundra. Uh, mm -hmm. If you like, if you like tundra, you're gonna like taco. Uh, but they didn't really take any yeah, big they risks broke their own on story. it. Of, yep. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's working for them. I guess they they're the sales leader by a long mile. So it's not. Uh, close. I, I am interested in Ranger. I am very interested in Ranger. I was okay. uh, with Ford when they unveiled it for the U.S. market, and then they had a ride-along at the Detroit Auto Show, uh, which was my first time behind the wheel. Yep, I think there's Taco. Uh, I was Ranger behind Raptor the wheel. seems exciting. Yes. Uh, they had exclusively Ranger Raptors at Detroit, and the okay. guy I was riding with was on the engineering team that developed it so he was talking about why they did this why they did that and i am very intrigued i'm very curious because i've been in bronco raptor which had 37s mm -hmm. and like that crazy stance and the fenders and yada, yeah yada. um they did not offer 37s on ranger raptor uh it kind of feels like they went raptor light um with ranger even yeah. though they're on the same platform and Which is, seems like 37s are going to be the you know the first youtuber who buys ones put 37s on it yes guaranteed how bad does it rub <laughs> but yes uh, and that was at the launch how many more abuse I, do you want I, I recognize that background quite well so but it, yeah, it does signage on the side yeah, it definitely <laughs> looks so much better than the previous generation. I'd never really cared it it but it was the Australian market, I believe, that they brought over to us. It was the global, yeah. yeah. Global is the international yeah. one. Yeah. So this so, one uh, definitely they were shooting for F one fifty light. Uh they even had some sort of I've got my notes down here somewhere. I can't remember exactly what they called it, but I mean, GM did the same thing with Colorado and Canyon. Toyota's doing yeah. the same thing with Taco. You know, like the Frontier. Well, there is no Titan anymore, so never mind there. But no, she rest in peace. Theoretically, the yeah. new Ram Dakota will look like the fifteen hundred. If is we that ever still get a thing? That. That's supposed to be a thing. I'd be surprised it's if it supposed wasn't. Supposed to be, but. Ram has gotten a new CEO in the last year, so things are a changing over in the halls of Stellantis. And yep. we'll see what happens. We got the electric EV. <laughs> Other than the Ranger Raptor, what are you looking forward to driving? Uh, I'm looking forward to putting some uh, highway miles on this uh, Sierra Denali that i'm in now i will say um i just got out of the nissan armada mm -hmm. was blown away by that thing really? it's, if nissan had money i would say put all your money 
in marketing behind that thing because it was really that good. Yeah, like, these aren't that funny. They were the typical shortcomings, but uh, sure, so much better than Sequoia. Naturally aspirated V8 that doesn't have yep. start stop in traffic. It's like sold me immediately. Right? 5.6 V8. 5.6. The, the 5.8. Yeah, and uh, did not have uh, start stop in traffic. It was just like good classic mid two thousand old school truck. Yeah, yeah. and but I love so it. The, that's the new Armada, which is the patrol around Correct. the world, Correct. not the one yes. that was shared with the QX eighty, which the yeah. Beluga whale guy. Well, the new QX eighty so the... is also on this platform, so. Yeah. Now it is, but it wasn't prior. Right. Is it a 23 yeah, or a 24, Corey? 23. I think they're rolling into 24 unchanged, but um, yeah. Infinity's already teased the new QX80, so I know we're going to keep this platform a trucking for a little while. Uh, but I, I was surprised how classically good it was as a big, boxy three row. And uh, I, I would I would consider buying one if I were in the market. Okay. I, I would not look at yes, there it is right there. Something um, about it reminds me, and it could just be like its honest truckiness of like the GMT eight hundreds. It's mm -hmm. just truck, you know. It's not like overly complicated. That's what I joked about I when I had it. I was like, "This oh, really? at I've got the window sticker right here. Uh, seventy two nine was how much mine cost." I was like, "This would put Escalades to shame ten years ago," um, but yeah, now we called it the Tahoe Killer because Tahoes cost seventy plus thousand dollars. Now it's just ridiculous. Oh, what yeah. vehicle cost. Somebody rolled past uh, me in a new Z seventy one today. I was like, "That's a really nice truck. I wish I could even think about affording one of those." <laughs> yes, it's the little the little girl on Instagram for a while. It was like every video I watched was like, "Oh, looks really nice. Too bad I can't afford it." Like that's me in traffic every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I drive it an eleven-year-old Chevy Cruze Ego yeah. that gets forty plus. <laughs> when it comes down Touché. to it, that's all I can afford. <laughs> but okay, so that YouTube else, money. What else are you looking for? Hold a minute. Pour some pennies on the floor and say I'm rich, guys. Yeah. yeah so that's what I've been driving lately. Uh, as far as what I've got coming up on the schedule, I don't exactly know. Uh, I, I've got the, like I said, the Texas Auto Riders Truck Rodeo coming up with a handful of vehicles. Um, Hyundai's invited me out to drive the new Kona. So I'm excited to get behind the wheel of that cute little uh, crossover. See Those what things. that thing is capable. Hopefully they've got the in uh, there or the in line. I don't think they've officially announced the in yet. But I want to get in. I've heard there is a GMC Canyon AT4X in the fleet. And for about five grand more than the AT4 I was just in, might change my mm -hmm. opinion on some things. Because <laughs> extra inch of lift, wider track, DSSV dampers, actual mm -hmm. skid plates, not plastic ones yep. that I may have scuffed. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. Give me more. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Keep us posted on how that goes if um, if you do yeah. have seat time. Yeah. 
but other than that, yeah, just being happy with whatever shows up. <laughs> Too <laughs> Ain't that the truth. The X actually gets all the the side protection, right? Yeah, yes. it gets the so it's the equivalent of the ZR2 uh, in the Colorado world. So nice. And then you could get the gosh, I don't even know what they're calling it. I know Chevy calls there's the ZR2 Bison, but what is the AEV package in the? Ooh. Uh, I think they just call it the AT4 AEV. Oh, that, yeah. That's a terrible name. That can't oh, be what they're calling yeah. it. <laughs> well, that on the, the 1500 Sierra is Sierra 1500 AT4X AEV edition. Yeah, they they need to work on that. But <laughs> Talk about uh, good branding. AEV has got it down. They're doing the GM stuff. They're doing the Jeep stuff. They've done well yep. for themselves. And Canyon is the exact same naming structure. (laughs) I have been happy with every AEV branded something I've been in. Uh, I was in the Rubicon uh, 4xE AEV anniversary edition, whatever it was. Yeah, the blue one. Yes. And uh, to say that that is a legit Bronco Raptor competitor, same amount of torque uh, and practically Mm -hmm. all the same mods but live front axle and more rugged. I don't know. It yeah. just it felt more right in that one. So see that? Yeah, that one. I'd buy that one. Well, no, yeah. so no, this I wouldn't. Because is... scroll, scroll up on the price on that one. <laughs> I was just like, uh, yeah, ninety-seven thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, ninety-seven grand. I'd have it. Three ninety-two. <laughs> yes. It it was oh, one that I re- I got in more than once while I was at Mama. <laughs> like that's how I knew if I liked him or not. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. God. I I do like the four by e platform. I, I've joked. I would buy a four by e. I would be gifted. I would gladly receive a three ninety two. Uh, but I I would buy a four by e of the two if I had to live with them daily. I've also joked that the 392 is the modern Texas sports car because it goes fast in a straight line. It's a convertible. Uh, it could be a truck. It could be anything you need it to be all at once. And uh, yes. Maybe that's why I love it. Yes. And maybe that's I mean, why I love it so much. Aside from being fuel efficient. Yeah, it could. It, it does it all. <laughs> oh I got nine over the week. <laughs> Well, that's so in in practical terms, friend of the show, Sean Holman has a 392 that he's built out to be his overland camping rig. And that's his biggest issue is fuel economy. Now that in his like uh, exhaust tips kept getting bashed by rocks. He fixed Um, that. But I think he's, I think he fixed that part of it, but gas matters when you're in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unless you want to take somebody's got Jerry cans with you. So, yeah. He he is he has exter- external cans now. <laughs> Somebody's got talk. multiple <laughs> supplemental <laughs> auxiliary tank for the Wrangler at this point. I mean, shit. Long if they don't are... do it now, it's definitely in the engineering stages. Like it's coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, so, sweet. Cool. It's pretty late on the East Coast for Ross. Yep. Are you doing all right there, bud? 
Uh, it's <laughs> it's been a long day. Today was a long one. Yeah, me too. Oh God. Uh, I'll wrap up the show real quick, real fast. You real can quick. rate review us wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm gonna talk like Tom Holland the rest of the show. I'm gonna say quacksand instead of croissant. Like, no, I'm not. That's not. I don't do accents. That is no accents, no impressions. We are not. Yeah. Nope. Not that guy. Not that guy. I can do I can do a tree. I just stand up and spread my arms out. That's the only impression I got. Like that's tall skinny tree. Uh I don't know. I don't know. That's fucking funny. No, my my wife the other day, or this is a long time ago, but she was at church with the the now third grader and they were he was doing his first communion stuff. And she was like, All right, make the sign of the cross, which is normally like top of your head, bottom, left, right. And he went <laughs> for the audio oh, sorry, I made a T with my fingers. Hey. <laughs> I was like, that's I mean, not a that counts. Like yeah, yeah. book it. Uh Dear Pope, we're changing that's things. Funny. Um anyway. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Rate review wherever you listen to the podcast. You can like and subscribe on YouTube. Be sure to follow GT Garage Talk on YouTube. Uh and then you got that everywhere. Like every social is GT Garage Talk. Okay. You did a really good job of that. SEO winning. That was and, and, uh, one of the reasons we're called GT Garage Talk is some garage talks were already taken. So uh, yeah. I went in there and stole them all uh, as soon as I could. Lock that up. I may I may have created a new Instagram and bought a new domain the other day. So <laughs> I haven't. It's side project, Ross. It's, it's all related. Okay. So. Tell me offline. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, follow Hooniverse on Instagram, The Real Hooniverse. Ross is no, not like the one from Friends. I'm at Overlanding Dad. And we did a show. Thank you, Corey. Oh, thanks, Corey. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime. Mm-hmm.